The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Let's get to our guest. Christina Hooper joins us. Uh, she is Chief Global Market Strategist at Invesco Advisors, joining from Greenwich, Connecticut. Happy New Year, Christina. Thanks for being with us. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for having me. Are you in the camp that we are going to avoid recession this year? Because I was looking at some notes earlier. It's kind of an interesting call. A couple of the big firms on Wall Street. So JP Morgan, BlackRock, they say, yes, we'll have a recession this year. Goldman, Morgan Stanley, not so sure. They see no recession. What's your view? Well, I, I actually believe that we're likely to see either um, a pretty significant downturn or a very mild recession, and it's likely to be relatively brief. Uh, so somewhere in between those two camps, I think, is is uh, very likely where we will end up. I, again, this is a, a situation that is evolving day by day, and it is incredibly dependent upon the Fed and exactly what it does. But based on the number we're seeing in terms of inflation data, uh, I would expect the Fed to hit the pause button, um, likely by the end of the first quarter of 2023. And I think that should put the U.S. economy in a place where there's not that much damage that's been done. Um, there's an, an enormous amount of resilience and some real areas of strength for the U.S. economy. Um, so the downturn is is unlikely to be severe. Christina, okay, uh be that as it may, but uh, do you think it would be strong enough or, or, or should I say, uh, a bad enough recession to perhaps uh, alter the structure of uh, the U.S. economy, as many people suggest the next recession ought to, given that it's been propped up by monetary policy for so long? And, uh, you know, if so, how does that evolve? Well, I would make the argument that monetary policy has actually had a bigger impact on markets than it has had on the Main Street economy. Um, uh, now, having said that, do I expect um, some significant impact on on markets? Yes, so, I mean, we've seen that in the past year, and I think we'll continue to see that. Um, in terms of, of the economy, I don't think it's going to have as much of an impact. I, I'm not a, a strict monetarist. So if you look at the NASDAQ 100 for all of 2022, the worst performing of the major U.S. indices, down 33%. Are you concerned about investor sentiment right now? Have people become more those who play the market or in putting capital to work in markets a little shell-shocked? Oh, absolutely. Investor sentiment as negative. But we can look at that as a positive. 
um, right? Because um, as we see investor sentiment get more negative, um, uh, opportunities um, become more abundant. Uh, and so we're moving into 2023 after uh, an admittedly terrible 2022. And I think um, opportunities um, will be presenting themselves as, as the year unfolds. And quite frankly, when we get to the point where the Fed hits the pause button and other central banks are getting closer to that, um, I think that's when we could start to see um, some some traction, some positive traction. Um, and uh, while I would expect earnings to be downwardly uh, adjusted, uh, that will present a headwind, but it will be countered quite adequately by the tailwind of, of the central bank pause. Okay, so where does that leave emerging markets? Because you ask a, a rather uh, key question in all this. How much EM exposure should one have and where? Well, emerging markets, in my opinion, will be beneficiaries in 2023. Now, not at the onset of 2023, but as the year evolves. Um, the dollar has clearly peaked uh, and is weakening. Um, beyond that, though, what we've seen is a number of emerging markets economies um, that were um, faster, um, swifter um, to combat inflation. So their central bank Banks acted more quickly. Um, they're they're not seeing the kind of, of dramatic tightening, and I'm making a gross generalization, but they're not seeing in general the kind of, of tightening that a lot of major Western central banks have seen. And of course, um, they're looking forward to the potential for greater growth later this year. Let's let's focus in on uh, EM Asia. Um, China, uh, I believe, will be a, a very powerful, positive force um, later this year. Um, now, of course, there are headwinds right now because of COVID reopenings. Um, this is a necessary effect of ripping off the Band-Aid. But I think it certainly clears the way for some real strong growth later this year. And perhaps uh, some alleviation in terms of the stress that's been building along supply chains. Christina, it's always a pleasure. Happy New Year once again. Christina Hooper is a chief global market strategist at Invesco Advisors. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.